0: Here it is! From deep inside your audio device of choice. You know, first of all, I'm going to uh, confess to something. I started saying, ladies and gentlemen, uh, at the top of this program, or the predecessor of this program, long time ago, basically, kind of parodically, thank you, uh, in, in parodic tribute, in ironic tribute, to the uh, main rock and roll radio stations at the time they were rock and roll stations and they were appealing to kids but for some reason the uh, guy who ran them had the nutty idea that at the top of the of the hour when they had to identify themselves his announcers would always say ladies and gentlemen you're listening to the rock solid sound and it just stuck in my head as a funny thing to do i'm um, i think i'm going to knock it off but i need to know another way to address the listening audience it's not going to be hey guys from uh, podcast world or folks folks um and by the way guys includes gals dolls what I, I don't anyway so um the only interactive part of this program that will ever exist after the uh, long ago interactive search for the t- for the name of the program tell me what i should call you <laughs> um you know how how i should address you and how i should address the ball hello ball ladies and gentlemen oh there it is water water everywhere and not a drop quartz which is an online publication i think they may have a a a, a physical representation as well. Working with the Texas observer, has gone to the Texas-Mexico border to investigate the impending water crisis. The border, as you know, home to the Rio Grande, Rio Grande. sorry, One of the most endangered rivers in the world. It flows through one of the fastest growing regions in the United States. There's your irony right there. It is predicted to effectively run dry in the coming decades. Both Mexico and Texas need water from the Rio Grande for, you know, life. When it does run out, a run on groundwater will then occur. The U.S. and Mexico, as it happens, don't have an agreed-upon map of the groundwater resources or a treaty on who gets what percentage of what groundwater where, much like the treaty we do have regarding the Colorado River, which is also running dry. Similar scenarios, says Quartz, are playing out globally. Bolivia, two years ago, declared a state of emergency over water. Now it's being sued by Chile in the International Court of Justice, in which the United States is not a member, over the Silala River that r- flows between them. Tom, would you like to... Silala River? hmm Thank you. In Ethiopia, a massive hydroelectric dam on the Nile could reduce flows into Egypt by much as 25%. About 85% of Egyptian water comes from the Nile, Experts, there's that word, expect the country to face a water shortage within the next seven years. So we're learning, it seems, that uh, water can run out. We probably should uh, be careful how we use it. And then there's this.
1: We've got the ultra-modern neck Of getting oil from the deepest crack the boys just a bit of slack. And say a hearty what the frack.
0: The volume of water used for fracking energy resources has risen sharply in recent years, raising concerns about its sustainability in regions where water resources are stressed. According to Duke University study, the amount of water used per well for hydraulic fracking surged by up to 770% between 2011 and 2016 in all major U.S. shale gas and oil production regions. The volume of brine-laden wastewater that fracked oil and gas wells generated during their first year of production also increased by up to 1,440% during the same period. Well, brine-laden wastewater is good for drinking, isn't it? If this rapid intensification continues, fracking's water footprint could grow up to 50-fold in some regions, Within the next 13 years, raising concerns about its sustainability, particularly in arid or semi-arid regions in western states like your Texas, your Oklahoma, or other areas where groundwater supplies are stressed or limited. Previous studies suggested hydraulic fracturing does not use significantly more water than under other energy sources. Those findings were based only on aggregated data from the early years of fracking, says the professor of geochemistry and water quality at Duke. After more than a, year, a decade of fracking operations, we now have more years of data to draw upon from multiple verifiable sources. We clearly see a steady annual increase in hydraulic fracturing's water footprint, he says. The extraction of sail, gas, and oil has become more efficient over time. The amount of water used for fracking and the volume of wastewater produced from each well have increased at much higher rates, according to his study. And high levels of radioactive material and other contaminants have been found in water from a West Australian fracking site. Operators say it could be diluted and fed to beef cattle. That'll fix her. Hello, welcome to the show.
2: We've got one day here and not another minute to see the famous sights. We'll find the romance and danger waiting in it beneath the Broadway lights. But we've only one day, so what we like the best of the nights. New York, New York, a hell of a town. The Bronx is up, but the battery's down. The people ride in the hole in the ground New York, New York It's a hell of a town Such a wonderful town The famous places to visit are so many Or so the guidebooks say I promised baby we wouldn't miss on any And we have just one day Gotta see the whole town Right from Yonkers on down to the bay New York, New York, a visitor's place where no one lives on account of the pace, but seven million are screaming for space. New York, New York, it's a visitor's place, such a wonderful place. Are dressed in silk and satin, or so the fellas say. There's just one thing that's important in Manhattan. When you have just one day, gotta pick up a date, maybe seven or eight on your way. New York, New York, a hell of a town. The Bronx is up, but the batteries down. The people ride in a hole in the ground. New York, New York, it's a hell of a town. It's a whale of a town, it is a gas of a town, it is a wonderful town,
0: I love New York. It's a town. Originating from the edge of America, the western edge of America, the home of the homeless, and musically celebrating the 100th anniversary of the birth of Leonard Bernstein, this is Le Show. I'm Harry Shearer, I welcome you to this edition thereof, and now, News of the Godly. Following up on that big news last week, the uh, grand jury report in Pennsylvania about the widespread nature of clerical sexual abuse in uh, Catholic land. Pope Francis, Francis the talking Pope, facing uh, more clergy sexual abuse crises, not only in the United States, Chile, Australia, Ireland. There's more to Ireland than this, but there's that. He wrote an unprecedented letter this week To all the world's Catholics, asking, asking each of them to help uproot this, quote, culture of death, unquote. Like it's their job, not in the letter addressed to the people of God. He also promised that no effort will be spared to prevent abuse and its cover up. Didn't say that no effort will be made, but we quote, we have realized these wounds never disappear. Now they realize it and that they require us to forcefully condemn these atrocities and join forces in uprooting this culture of death, he said. Pope said, while most cases in the Pennsylvania report, quote, belong to the past, I thought the wounds never disappear, it was clear that abuse, quote, was long ignored, kept quiet, or silenced, unquote. According to the Vatican, it was the first time a pope had written to all of the world's some 1.2 billion Catholics about sexual abuse. Previous letters on the scandal have been addressed to bishops and uh, Catholics in individual countries. But this, ladies and gentlemen, this you can take to the bank. Unfortunately, it's the Vatican Bank. But now...
2: A house is a very, very, very smart
3: house.
0: Vulnerabilities in a range of robot vacuum cleaners allow bad actors like William Shatner, to access the gadget's camera and remote-control the gizmos, according to the British tech journal The Register. Security researchers at Positive Technologies disclosed that uh, one range of smart vacuum cleaners contain security flaws that hackers can exploit to snoop on people through the night vision camera and mic. Like, your vacuum cleaner needs those. Security issues... Likely affect other products sold under other brands, as well as the uh, brand n- noted in this uh, particular report. And one of the flaws does it allow you to take remote control of somebody else's vacuum cleaner. That is so... But there's more smartness. There's never m- enough smartness, don't you think? From the same publication, The Register, a security vulnerability in smart power plugs. Because you need to talk to your plugs. And I'm not talking about guys with their hair uh, trans... I mean your your electric plugs. The vulnerability reported in the register can be exploited to infiltrate your local computer network. The flaw, first spotted in uh, Wemo Insight smart plugs by Belkin, would potentially allow an attacker not only to manipulate the plug itself... Well, that's hours of fun. But then to allow hopping to other devices connected to the same wi-fi home network like your computer or your light bulbs researchers at mcafee say they uh, reported the remote code execution flaw to belkin in march no word as to whether it's uh, been fixed the uh the idea of a smart plug enables the owner to do things like turn the plugs on and off with a smartphone. <laughs> Why didn't I know I needed to do that? I've, the plug itself could not only be, be commandeered, but the, the uh, con- interconnecting service could also be accessed to send commands to other devices on the network, making the plugs a network gateway attackers quote a smart plug by itself has a low impact an attacker could switch off turn off the switch or at worst possibly overload the switch according to the team at mcafee but if the plug is networked with other devices the potential threat grows the plug could be an entry point to a larger attack smart tvs are just one example of using the wemo to attack another device any machine connected to the network though is at risk They uh, point out the bug underscores the primary risk posed by Internet of Things devices and connected appliances because they're commonly built by bolting on network connectivity to existing appliances rather than being designed from scratch to be smart. If only we could scratch to be smart. Many IOT devices, that's Internet of Things, have little in the way of built in network security, even when security measures are added to the devices. The third-party hardware used to make the appliances smart can itself contain security flaws that leave the device vulnerable. its I think the conclusion is it's smart to be dumb. But, duh.
3: Which just goes to prove that everything's for the best in this best of all possible worlds, of which, if I may say so, Westphalia is the center. Look at this view. Mountains and towers, green meadows too, bursting with flowers. This is the heart of this best of all possible worlds. Quite the best part of this best of all possible worlds. This is the heart of this best of all possible worlds. Our men are lean, handsome and active. Where have you seen girls more attractive? None has more grace in this best of all possible worlds. No finer no racing, this best of all possible worlds. No we'll finer racing, this best of all possible worlds, no men. Best of all, we now convene with keen anticipation to watch a happy wedding scene and have a celebration. A happy celebration! All hail the groom and bride of whom our hearts could not be fonder. The love that reigns in heaven above is mirrored in the marriage of Candide and Cunegonda. Candide and Cunegonda. Wherefore and hence, therefore and ergo. Wherefore and hence. All for the best in this best of all possible worlds All for the best in this best of all possible worlds Any questions? Ask without fear I've all the answers here
2: Dear master, I am sure you're right that married life is splendid, but why do married people fight? I cannot comprehend
3: it! She
1: cannot comprehend
3: it! The private strife of man and wife is useful to the nation. It is a harmless outlet for emotions that could lead to war or social agitation. A A
1: brilliant brilliant explanation. explanation!
3: Wherefore it's true, no man may doubt it Wherefore it's
2: true, no doubt about it
3: Marriage is blessed in this best of all possible worlds
2: Also the best in this best of all possible worlds
3: Next question, deep though it be There's none too deep for me
4: since marriage is divine, of course we cannot understand, sir. Why, there should be so much divorce. Do let us know the answer. Do let us know the answer.
3: My marriage boy, is such a joy, so lovely a condition, that many ask no better than to wed as often as they can in happy repetition. A brilliant exposition. Wherefore, and hence, therefore, and therefore. Wherefore, and hence, therefore. Possible the best all possible world. A brilliant exposition, a brilliant exposition, a brilliant exposition, a brilliant a brilliant exposition, a brilliant
2: exposition, best possible, possible, possible.
0: Oh, one more note about fracking. They're not only demanding a lot of water, they're demanding a lot of sand. The booming Permian Basin in Texas, I said Texas, is driving huge demand for sand to be used in hydraulic fracking. With no end in sight, according to a report released this week by IHS Market. Market with an I. The market knows. The market value, that's market with an E, for frac sand exceeds $4 billion this year, will reach nearly $6 billion by 2023. It was only $1.3 billion in 2016. Invest in sand. Buy sand futures now. Come on, get in on the ground floor of sand or the sand floor of ground. Sand propant demand is at record highs. The growth rate is extreme by any measure, said Brandon Savisky. He's the senior market analyst. At IHS Market, sand is called proppant in fracking because it, the grains prop open cracks in shale rock to allow oil and gas to escape.
1: Ah, freedom!
0: The Permian accounts for nearly 40 percent of the market demand. That'll go to 50 percent by 2023. They're they're fracking a lot in the Permian Basin. The trend is is tied to increased spending in the Permian and increasing the amount of sand. Per lateral foot, and a need for finer sand particles, increasing the overall amount used. Don't you want finer sand particles in your shale rock? Shale oil? Those, the coarse sand particles, just, they tend to grate. No, they're not great. I mean, and now.
1: He's not a general, he commands no troops, he's not an inspector. Season. Inspector General.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, sometimes you may get the impression that I'm uh, I'm focusing on, on the stupidities rampant here in the United States of America to the exclusion of a world of stupidities outside. But au contraire, mon frere, today, this is from... Um, The Auditor General, which is like the Inspector General of Western Australia, (O.W.I.), Remembering multiple passwords may be difficult. Using something as predictable and obvious as password123 could leave your account open to hackers. that has been a warning from security experts for some time now. They started with the obvious. They were working, you know, nearly 1,500 government officials in Western Australia used that exact alphanumeric password. According to the audit of 17 agencies by the Auditor General, almost a third of officials used weak passwords, including the term password. After repeatedly raising password risks with agencies, it's unacceptable, it's unacceptable that people are still using password one, two, three and ABCD one, two, three, four. Oh, my God, that's no to access critical agency systems and information, said the Auditor General. The audit also showed most government employees were not given sufficient guidance in the creation and storage of their passwords. Did they need to be told which way their pants go? Zipper in front? For the guys. Some security codes, for example, were kept in easily accessible documentation or spreadsheets. Spreadsheets labeled probably passwords. News of Inspectors General, copyrighted feature of this broadcast.
1: I just want to say one word to you. Just one word. Yes, sir. Are you listening? Yes, I am. Microplastics. Think about it. Will you think about it? Yes, I will. I've said.
0: Now some uh, news items about microplastics. Plastic pollution is a major problem in Samoa and the Pacific region. Please, sir, I want Samoa. A recent study on fish ingestion with samples from Samoa, New Zealand, Fiji, and Rapa Nui showed that just 97% of all fish species sampled had microplastics. That's 30% higher than the global average. That's because the South Pacific is a paradise. The statistics were revealed by the Director General of the Secretariat of the Pacific Regional Environmental Program, when he spoke at the opening of the Clean Pacific Roundtable in Fiji, good luck with that. "Quote: This is very concerning for the Pacific, where fish is the main source for protein, and where fish consumption is at least ex- approximately, at least approximately three or four times higher than the global average," said uh, Leota Kosi Leota. That's he's the head of the uh, Pacific Regional Environmental Program. And his uh, na- name was so nice, they named him twice. Now, plastics are making their way into everything from sea salt to seabirds, as you know. But a new study finds seabirds may be giving back, shuttling particles from ocean garbage gyres back to shore in their, you pardon me for saying this, ladies and gentlemen, may, you may be eating, they're in their poop around colonies where seabirds congregate. The uh, pungent white streaks may form halos of plastic pollution, contaminating soil and potentially cycling back into the sea. This is according to Hakai magazine. There's a study conducted in the frigid waters off of Labrador, where the labs come f- oh, is the first to measure plastics in seabird guano. There you go. The idea arose when a group of researchers studying plastic ingestion by seabirds were having coffee, and pondering where the junk they found stuffing birds' stomachs might end up, says Jennifer Provencher, a marine ecologist at Acadia University in Nova Scotia, lead author of the paper. Local Inuit hunters collected 30 of uh, the gull-like seabirds, northern fulmars. You're welcome. Yeah, you can win a bar bet with that today. Did people still do bar bets? Anyway... Uh, they nest by the tens of thousands in the rocky cliffs of Baffin Island. Researchers dissected the bird's stomachs and intestinal tracts. What they found was eye-opening. Well, I hope they did the dissection with the eyes open. Almost all the birds had plastics in their stomachs, Preventure said, had half had microplastics in their guano. Most of the plastics were dust-sized fibers, and most were blue. Well, that, that goes with the water in the although some were black or red. The researcher is trying to figure out what the various colors mean. Maybe it's from the uh, Fulmar flag. The excreted flag- fragments are likely a mix of remnants of larger pieces that had been ground up during digestion and microfibers that are now ubiquitous in the environment. The new study shows marine animals have a role in transporting plastics throughout the ecosystem. That's according to a, an ecologist who is not involved in the research. What I think is interesting, she says... Chelsea Rockman, is that some of these birds forage quite far out to sea and now they're coming onto land and shuttling that plastic around. Should we be surprised that it's in their poop? Probably not. Should we be thinking about it? Probably, she says. Well, th- lady, you can think about bird poop if you want to. I got bigger fish poop to fry. Mm.
2: Could be. Way soon as it shows It may come cannonballing down through the sky Glooming inside bright as a rose Who knows It's only just on a beach Down a block on a beach Under a tree I got a feeling there's a miracle you got to come true Coming to me Could it be, yes it could, something's coming, something good, if I can't wait. Something's coming, I don't know what it is, but it is gonna be great. With a click, with a shock, phone'll jingle, door'll knock, open the latch. Something's coming, don't know when, but it'll soon catch the moon, one-handed catch the corner Or whistling down the river Come on, deliver to me Will it be? Yes, it will Maybe just by holding still It'll be there Something, come on in, don't be shy. Meet a guy, pull up a chair. The air is money. and something great is coming. Who knows? It's only just out of reach down a block on a beach.
1: Maybe tonight. Wishing a happy
0: birthday. Well, he he, he wouldn't know about it, but it's 100 years since Leonard Bernstein was born, and we're celebrating him musically this week. This is Le Show from Santa Monica, and now... of the Olympic movement. Produced by Jim Ebersall Jr. We have words this week from um, the president of the International Olympic Committee, and you can decide which set of words he means the most. Both um, IOC and Tokyo 2020 organizers are on track for record-busting successes, he said in an interview with CNN Money Switzerland. We hope, we're pretty sure, given the success we enjoy on the marketing front, on the TV front, that we will exceed revenues of $6 billion, he said. Bach predicted that Tokyo 2020 will have, quote, by far the most successful marketing program in Olympic history. Unquote. Bach also spoke about ongoing concerns around Olympic bidding, despite IOC reforms designed to cut costs. Reducing the Olympics to a financial question led to voters in the canton of Valais rejecting the Swiss 2026 Olympic bid. Qu- quote, what is it a little bit of a pity, maybe, is the emotion around the Olympic Games, says Bach. The magic of the Olympic Games, the support for the Swede- Swiss athletes, That all this did not play a real role. This is what the games are about. They're about the athletes. They're about this magic, unquote. A guy who was just talking about the great marketing campaign. Meanwhile in Rio, Rio 2016 still has significant remaining debts. Organizers have sought to highlight the continuing use of venues. The Brazilian newspaper Globo reported on the legacy of the games on the anniversary of the closing ceremony. There are unpaid suppliers, there are labor debts, there are ticket dues, there are returns of sports facilities that we still have to return and adjust some things, says the executive director, Ricardo Trazé. It's claimed the French company GL Events, one of the main contractors for the Olympics in Rio, owed around $12.8 million. The uh, television program Fantástico, the weekly news program, expressed... New concerns over the environmental project to clean up heavily polluted Guanabara Bay. Improving water pollutions in that bay by up to 80% was a major commitment in the Rio bid for the Olympics. Organizers previously previously said they had cleaned at least 60% of the bay. The news program alleged it remains heavily polluted by sewage. And a project to plant 13,000 seeds of 200 plant species to create a forest of athletes. That was announced during the opening ceremony in Rio. It's hit some problems. It's been reported the project has drawn to a standstill with uncertainty over who pays for the continuation of the scheme. You want to pay for some seeds? How about a GoFundMe for seeds? The IOC and Rio 2016 have sought to challenge perceptions regarding the Rio legacy. Organizers have released a series of videos which highlight positive projects. They claim new infrastructure and transport improvements have boosted 3 million people's daily lives, asserting the Games helped to deliver a state of the art transport system. And it couldn't possibly have been built otherwise. Because to build a transport system, y- 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 you need a movement. Like the Olympics. It's a movement. And we all need one. Every day! Well, it's described in many mainstream journalistic circles as hell week for for, for President Trump. Um, not that he had to go through fraternity hazing or anything. That would have been nice, but no, um, the um, guilty plea by uh, his longtime lawyer slash fixer, Trump said on, I think, a Fox News interview, where else is he going to be interviewed, that he didn't know what fixer What fix. What is this fixer? Uh, Michael Cohen on two charges relating to the uh, payoffs of um, a playmate and a porn star. That sounds like a movie right there.
1: The playmate and the porn
0: star only in th- theaters, but only in special theater. Anyway, um and of, and the granting of immunity to a couple of major people in Trump world, uh, one of whom was David, real name, Pecker, uh, who runs all the gossip publications in, in the country right now, The Star, Us Weekly, and most importantly, The National Enquirer, and who um, had adopted a policy to help his friend Donald Trump called Catch and Kill, where he bought stories, news stories, Salacious news stories about Donald Trump with the purpose of not publishing them, of um, S-canning them, scat-canning them, guano-canning them. Uh, He had a safe where all that stuff went. Uh, We don't know if the uh, prosecutors have gained access to that safe yet, but stay tuned. Not to this program, of course. And uh, the other immunity grant was to Alan Weisselberg, the longtime chief financial officer of the Trump Organization, like he wouldn't know anything. Chief Financial Officer of the Trump Organization, ladies and gentlemen. You see where this is going. Um, The the tip-off really was when uh, Robert Mueller uh, staffed up his his, uh, inquiry, and the reporting at the time, which was kind of widely ignored, pointed to the fact that most of the prosecutors he was uh, adding to his staff had experience in financial and white-collar crime. So now Alan Weisselberg has a limited grant of immunity, supposedly only to talk about the payoffs to the playmate and the porn star, but maybe about other stuff, too. Meanwhile, <laughs> President Trump uh, continues to go to rallies where his fans love him and where he continues to berate. He had a, a, a big Twitter debate this week, uh, as well as criticizing him on the uh, in the rally. Uh, a, a, critic, a Twitter debate with Attorney General Jeff Sessions. Of course, uh, Trump has been blaming Jeff Sessions for the whole special counsel thing since uh, Sessions recused himself from the investigation into a uh, possible, remember Russia, uh, stuff. The uh, President Trump <laughs> also uh, gave, uh, in, in his Fox News interviews, uh, a sense of what he thinks about the people like Michael Cohen, who have turned uh, I, I believe the word uh, the, the term of artist states evidence. Uh, Trump referred to him as flipping and said um, it 's unfair. it should be illegal for people who know stuff to flip in favor of the prosecution. in other words,
1: this week, for the first time walls are closing in faster than walls are being built and for the businessman turned chief executive members of his teams aren't waiting to be fired they're firing themselves alan alan weisselberg yes sir i i didn't know you had this number it's the one thing that the damn FBI can do for me is get me people's so-called private cell phones. Mm-hmm. You know that hot Latino chick on Say Yes to the Dress? No, I... He got that in a New York Nano. Mm-hmm. So, Alan, what can you tell me? What can I tell you? <laughs> Don't play it, play it. No What, you want immunity from me? <laughs> is that how this team has ever operated before? Sir, what exactly do you want to know? Hey, sue me if I want to know what my own personal Robert Duvall has told the witch hunt. (laughs) What was his name again? Uh, Tom something. Right, right. Good. At least I got something out of you. Mr. Trump, you know that nobody has ever been more loyal to you and to this team than I have. Well, I... I've given this operation decades of my life and every scintilla of knowledge I have about finance and tax law and... And now... You spilled the beans. I didn't spill any beans, sir. Oh, sure you did. It's all over Fox News. I just looked in the jar. No beans left. You must have spilled them. There were plenty of beans left, sir. Trump Tower, Toronto, Trump Water. No, I, that's, those beans don't amount to a, a, a hill of beans. You know that. Mr. Trump, I'm still loyal to you and to the organization. I'm still coming to work every day and staying late. You know what? You can go home early. Maybe take a few weeks off. I should have listened to Rudy. You know what he told me about you? So Rudy's on a different team. Yeah, he's on the home team. He told me Weissel is German for Weasel. Mr. Trump, is there a task you'd like me to do? Or do you just yeah, want Yeah, to- yeah, I've got a task for you, Alan the Weasel. I'm- Weasley Alan. You like that nickname? I'm trying it out before I tweet it. I've heard it since 8th grade Good, that's the target audience So, Alan I want you to sign A new non-disclosure agreement I've signed all the other ones Many times Yeah, but then you, you flipped into rat territory This is a special NDA Rudy wrote it himself mm-hmm. He says you admit That talking to the witch hunt violated all the other NDAs And that you're now going to flip back Can you do it? I'd have to talk to my lawyer. What is this? Suddenly everybody's got a lawyer. I thought that was my thing. But the short answer is, I don't think I can. I I don't know how I could untell the feds what I've already told them. Look, you're the smart guy. You're the brains of the operation. You figure it out, right? Well, most of that is a charitable characterization, but... No buts, no charity, no characters. Can you do it? Well, give me a day or two to... Don't take too long. And don't change your number. I can't count on the FBI forever. This isn't easy for me. I've known him since we were... God. Since we were paying too much for concrete just to keep on the good side of Fat Tony. Jeff, Mr. Attorney General, I've been tweeting you. Nice to see you in person.
4: Yes, sir. Always oh, nice to be in this beautiful chamber, which echoes to the history. Okay, of... enough with the History Channel. Well, I got
1: more people flipping than HD TV during sweeps months. Do they still have that? I personally wouldn't know that, sir. Okay, look, Jeff. You're no dummy, even when you sound like one with that fake accent. You know, I've thought about firing
4: you. Well, there have been reports in the media. You call them the fake media, so I don't know whether... No, no, on that, they're right. They're fake on the rest.
1: But look, I picked you because you were loyal to me. I mean, like, it was no big deal. You were someone else's attorney general who knew from attorney general. I mean, Bobby Kennedy, maybe Janet Reno, you know. Aside from them, not household names, right?
4: Well, sir, I did support you during the campaign, and I have no regrets about doing that. Oh, well, that's good. At least somebody's not going to flip about something. So,
1: Jeff, can you investigate Hillary? Can you look into Mueller's conflicts? Can you do something besides sitting there sounding like Gomer Pyle on
4: downers? Sir, sure, that's, that's very unfair. Gomer Pyle was from North Carolina. As you know, I'm Alabama through and through. Listen, all I know is you guys make tide or something. So your task for this week is simple. Can you help me in any way with any of this? Mr. President, I can help you accomplish your criminal justice agenda. I can help you with uh, a not-quite-zero-tolerance policy toward illegal aliens. And I can help you find examples of voter fraud that your voter fraud commission couldn't find. Now, how's that? Jeff.
1: Jeff, I thought I could count on you as the one member of the team who would flip my way. Where the hell am I, friggin' flippers? You're this
4: close to being fired. I guess he meant that it's not a, a kind of a threat. For me nowadays, it's, a, <laughs> it's just the way of life.
1: New team, new tasks, same mission. We're going to make loyalty great again. Now, the world is his boardroom. Be a presidentus. This week, don't flip it off.
2: I have always been wily and
3: clever At deceiving and swindling and such And I feel just as clever
4: in this jib joint Not a sou have I made on her yet And the one thing that pays in this clip joint Is my fraudulent game of roulette Is my game of roulette
2: But I have to
4: pay so much protection To the chief of police and his men That each day when he makes his collection I'm a poor man
3: all over again Oh, what's the use? What's the use? Of this honest endeavor and being so clever It's wrong, oh so wrong If you just have to pass it on
1: It's a very fine thing to be prefect Shaking down all the gamblers in town My position has only one defect There is someone who's shaking me down, who is shaking me down. For this fellow unhappily knows me, and he's on to the game that I play. And he threatens to shame and expose me, if I do not incessantly pay. What's the use? What's the use? Of
2: this sneaky conniving and slimy contriving.
4: Live very
3: well by extortion But I simply can't keep what I earn For I haven't a sense of proportion And roulette is my only concern Is my only concern I've a system that's fiendishly clever Which I learned from a croupier friend And I should go on winning forever But I do seem to lose in the end What is this? What's the use?
1: All this cheating and plotting, you end up with an nothing.
3: It's wrong,
1: oh, so, so wrong. wrong,
3: if you, you just, just have to pass it, it along.
0: Now, cats and kittens, news of our friend, the Adam.
1: Clean, save, to cheap to meter. Safe, safe to cheap to meter. Clean, save, to Clean, safe, safe to meter. Clean, save, to Clean, safe, safe to meter. A
0: little more about water. This time, the water at Fuk. Radioactive substances have been left unremoved from treated water at the crippled. Fukushima, Plant, according to Kyoto News, the government and TEPCO have faced the pressing need of dispose, disposing of such treated water, now kept in tanks. One option is to dump it into the sea. Of course it is. Tritium is said to pose little risk to human health. The water does have tritium in it. If the plan goes through, that water will be diluted, lowering the levels of other radioactive materials before being discharged. But local fishermen and residents are worried about the water discharge, a government panel debating how to deal with the water has focused on the tritium, not other radioactive substances, like, for example, iodine 2129. A uh, a maximum 62 becquerels per liter is found in the water, far higher than the nine becquerel legal limit. That's the water filtered by the advanced liquid processing system. Apparently, it's not advanced enough. We're not processing enough. That system is used to remove various types of radioactive materials. You'll be interested to know uh, iodine-129 has a half-life of only 15.70 million years. Stick around. TEPCO also detected a maximum of 92 becquerels of ruthenium-106. That's uh, shy of the legal limit of 100. As well as 59 becquerels of technetium-99 against the limit of 1,000. Water has been injected, as you know, to keep the fuel in the damaged nuclear plants cool. But then the water becomes extremely toxic. Water is filtered. It's hard for tritium to be filtered. Tritium refuses to be filtered. Around nine... This, how much water? Because we have all the water in the world, right? 920,000 tons of tritium-containing water are stored in some 680 tanks at, t- at Fukushima. TEPCO says it has not checked the concentration of radioactive materials in each tank. Yeah, you know, it's one tank. You've seen one tank, you've seen them all. The government has examined, examined multiple options to dispose of the tainted water, including the release of it into the sea, the atmosphere, and into geographical layers. Come on, guys. Shoot it into space and be done with it. Mandatory steps to respond to possible terrorist attacks and other safety measures will cost 11 Japanese nuclear plant operators at least $40 billion. Because nuclear is so cheap. That's according to an Asahi Shimbun study. The soaring outlays undermine a government claim that nuclear energy will be the cheapest source of power in 2030. Costs will increase year by year. Operators are obliged to strengthen their facilities to withstand a terrorist attack within five years of uh, clearing more stringent regulations that were imposed by the new regulators following Fouke. Those are regulations limiting whether you can restart your plant or not. Safety measures require operators to strengthen their ability to respond to a major earthquake, tsunami, and raging inferno. That's a movie. Each year, those companies must update their estimates on safety spending. As of July, it was up, 40, up to $40 billion, up $5 billion from a year earlier. This is mainly due to the regulators' insistence that operators seeking to restart their plants implement tougher safety precautions than they had originally envisaged. The uh, new regulations oblige operators to construct a facility that gives them the means to cool reactors via remote control. That can't be hacked. Researchers advise caution about a new commercial-stage nuclear reactor, known as HRPM, HTRPM, they're going to uh, start one up in China. The reactor is a pebble-bed, high-temperature, gas-cooled reactor a new design that is ostensibly safer. But researchers in the U.S. and Germany, according to a URIK alert, warn it does not eliminate the possibility of a serious accident. Their commentary in the journal Joule, J-O-U-L-E, recommends continued research, additional safety measures, and an extended startup phase that would allow for better monitoring. There's no reason for any kind of panic. Okay, then. But nuclear technology has risk in any case, says one of the authors. A realistic understanding of those risks is essential. We urge caution. Pebble-bed reactors have been described by their supporters as free from fees and walk away safe, he says. But they've been built, therefore, without the safeguards that normal nuclear reactors in operation today are usually equipped with. It doesn't have a high-pressure, leak-tight containment structure, To serve as a backup in case of an accidental release of radioactive material. It also does not have a redundant active cooling system. No reactor, he says, is immune to accidents. The absence of core meltdown accidents does not mean a dangerous event is not possible. He and his colleagues argue with new technology, there is always a higher chance of user error. And prototype Versions of these new reactors have surprised their operators in the past by forming localized hot spots in the core and unexpectedly high levels of radioactive dust. The pebble bed design, you'll be glad to know, also produces a larger volume of radioactive waste, which, according to alert, is challenging to store or treat. I'll say. And Sweden's nuclear energy regulator has asked plant operators to produce plans in the coming months to shield their reactors from harmful hot weather. They can't cool the reactors because of the hot water. Clean cheap, too hot to meter, our friendly atom. And now, apologies of the week quickly. Facebook again has apologized to American conservative nonprofit group this year, week, Prager U, Prager University, founded by talk show host Dennis Prager, so you know it's a real university, after it blocked some of Prager U's videos. Prager U executive Craig Strazeri said this should. Deeply concerned every single American. Facebook apologized to the uh, university. A spokeswoman told Business Insider the mis- videos in question were mistakenly removed. We continue to research what caused this error. We apologize for any inconvenience this may have caused. The Facebook apology of the week. Britain has said it will formally apologize to 18 members of the Windrush generation who were forced to leave or detained because they were not issued with documents when they were brought to Britain to help with the labor shortage. From the Caribbean after World War II. A popular bowling alley in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, is apologizing after a recent request that D- DJs not play hip hop music. Peter Gellard said he was working at Arsenal Bowl when he saw the sign and posted a photo, photo of it on social media. Potential DJs do not play rap hip hop. This concludes requests, said the sign. Arsenal apologized. We shouldn't have created it. We shouldn't have posted it. It was wrong, and we're sorry for unintentionally offending some members of our community with this sign. Israel Broussard, the actor from To All the Boys I've Loved Before, apologized in a statement Tuesday night for having written racially insensitive messages on Twitter. It's a thing. Ball players, actors, everybody's doing it. Quote, I'm deeply sorry for my inappropriate and insensitive words and likes on social media. I take full responsibility for my actions. And I sincerely apologize. Dayline Santa Cruz Mo- Mountains, California South Bay Church, has apologized for a messy ritual involving olive oil on Mount um- Umunhum. Members of Jubilee Bridge Church and Morgan Hill poured olive oil over the mountains High Point Rock Summit last week. The area is also a sacred Native American site. Pastors Adam and Michelle Bernal said, we're truly sorry for the organic olive oil that was placed all over the rock on Mount Mhm and accept full responsibility for the cleanup efforts. It was not our purpose or intent to disrespect or desecrate the Ohlone Indians or land in any way. We extend our apologies first to the Ama Mutsun tribe and all of the Ohlone Indians. Secondly, we apologize and thank the rangers for the quick work that was done to clean up the rock and working with us to resolve this matter. Thirdly, we apologize to all the community. We've heard your outcries and your concerns. A high school in Texas apologized to parents after a dress code video singled out female students and what many perceived to be an act of sexism. I think dress codes are an act of sexism. And a Michigan pastor apologized to a woman who said she was shamed for breastfeeding inside a church in a Detroit suburb. The Apologies of the Week, ladies and gentlemen, a copyrighted feature of this broadcast. In addition to everything else, Leonard Bernstein told at least a couple of generations of American kids what a symphony orchestra is. It would be nice right about now. That concludes this edition of the show. The program returns whenever you want it next week on your audio device of choice. And it would be just like somebody doing a young person's guide to the orchestra now. On network television, if you'd agree to join with me then. Would you? Already, thank you very much. Uh huh. A tip of the show, chapeau to the San Diego, Pittsburgh, Chicago, not an exile in Hawaii desks. Thanks, as always, to Pam Halstead and to Thomas Walsh at WWNO New Orleans for help with today's program. The email address for this program, this podcast, this broadcast, this schmodcast. A playlist of the music you hear here. And your chance to get Cars I Talk t-shirts all at harryshare.com. And me, I'm on Twitter at the Harry Shearer. show comes to you from Century of Progress Productions and originates through the facilities of WWN on or New Orleans flagship station of the Change is Easy radio network so long from the home of the homeless.